from your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet. Join this life on 6:57 a.m. At 27 minutes before the hour, 1 o'clock, here on Radio Pulpit, 6.57 a.m. This is Heart to Heart, the Wednesday edition, uh, with myself, Bonolo Nkosi. Good to have you with us. Um, of course, we are, as mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about affordable life cover for people living with HIV uh, in our financial feature today, which is Pumelele. I know it's a rather unusual topic. Uh, but it certainly does not take away from its importance. And I'm so uh, pleased to have her on the line once again. How are you doing, Sis Pumelele? Hi, Bonolo. I would also like to greet your listeners. Ah, man. Uh, Thank you so much for giving us your time as always. We really do appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Welcome. I'm I'm looking forward to this discussion, especially because it's something that I know very, very little about. And you generally find that unless one is affected directly by something like this, whether, uh, you know, them being HIV positive themselves or perhaps having a family member or friend or someone close to them um, who is positive, that it really, really comes up and becomes something that we need to look into. Just out of interest, does one need to disclose their HIV status in order to get life cover? It depends, Bunolo. Remember that different insurance companies handle HIV-AIDS differently. Mm-hmm. And the process even of getting your life cover is different. These days, you have fintech where people can do these things without even speaking to anyone. Right. In some instances, especially when there is existing critical illness, there will be a financial advisor involved. So different companies handle this differently, but the companies that I actually work with um, does not require the person to disclose to the mm-hmm. financial advisor. Mm-hmm. The oh. process of getting life cover has got two main stages. The first stage is where you deal with a financial advisor. The second stage is where you deal with the nurses do underwriting where they are looking at your health. So when you're dealing with somebody like myself, who's a financial advisor, who has very little knowledge of, you know, HIV per se and health issues, mm-hmm. then your confidentiality is fully protected. Some people don't mind, and they will phone or email you and inform you. Right. then it is okay. But if you are the kind of person that would rather not disclose your status, but you still want help, then you, your confidentiality is also protected. But right. at underwriting stage, when you are dealing with nurses and they are now asking you questions about your health, at that point, you need to disclose fully and accurately so that you don't face a risk later on where mm-hmm. they say, but you said you don't have HIV and you have it. It doesn't help you at that point to not disclose fully. But to your advisor like myself, you don't have to. Ah, interesting. Okay. Now, we know mm-hmm. we know that there was a, a time when most insurance companies would not give life cover to someone who is HIV positive. What has brought about the change in stance and attitude from um, some insurance companies? Yes, and that is exactly why I felt that today let's speak about this. Mm. Because we come from 
an era where some insurance companies would not cover people who were HIV positive. And then there was a change. Others said, we'll cover you, but we limit how much we cover you for. And sometimes amounts are so small, like one million rand, mm-hmm. which some people took issue with to say, just because I'm HIV positive doesn't mean I should be given such little as cover. Right. So there has been, you know, progress. And then you had companies that just cover people who are HIV positive only, or people with other critical illnesses, such as diabetes as well. Now you have some of your mainstream, older traditional companies saying, now that we feel that HIV has been understood and with advancement in treatments such as your antiretroviral drugs, it is showing that as long as you go for treatments early enough, just like any other disease, even cancer, though that is why we need to test at least annually or once every two years mm-hmm. for things like breast cancer and other types of cancers depending on your age. Right. Now they're saying that because if you go for treatment timely and you subject yourself to whatever treatment you are given, research is proving that HIV can be contained mm-hmm. and therefore it should not be treated special. People should not be prejudiced from insurance because they are HIV positive. Mm -hmm. And not every person with HIV positive is the same. People are different. It depends on when you went for treatment, how you respond to treatment, and all of that. So when it comes to underwriting, they look at your individual case, and they look at stuff like ED4 count, and they also look at are you on ARVs, and how long it will be been on ARV for? Mm-hmm. So there is no one size fits all any longer. Hence, the, some insurance companies are now saying we are willing to give life cover, and the amount can be quite substantial for for life cover, and it does not have to come to an end. Mm-hmm. Like in some instances in the past, if you wanted life cover, they would say we'll cover your house. And nothing else. You know, so now you can cover whatever you want to cover because the amounts have gone much higher. Mm-hmm. And your, 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 your cover is also for the rest of your life, which is very important because you could actually be positive and live much longer than somebody who is not. Sure. So there's no, there's no end date anymore. And actually quite unfortunate that you still have life covered that has got an end date. No one knows when you are going to die. Mm-hmm. So when you take life cover with an end date, it's counterproductive because what if you live longer? Right. It means that all the premiums that we're paying will come to an end at some point. So when I came to read and understand this better, for me, I felt this was a victory for people who are living with HIV because at least there is now better protection for them. 
We're in conversation with financial advisor Pumelel and Dumo this afternoon. We're talking affordable life cover for um, HIV-positive people. Um, if you have a question or a comment, um, perhaps you have a testimony, who knows, um, uh, please uh, do get in touch. Our WhatsApp line zero eight two six five seven two seven two nine. 0826572729. You can WhatsApp or Telegram us on that number. If you would like to send a text, then an SMS uh, number is 37871, 37871 at the cost of 150 per SMS. Of course, you can give us a ring on zero one two double three four one three double two. 1322 uh, Sipumalele, is there still any justification for insurance companies to decline covering someone who's positive? Yes, Bunolo. In, in some instances, they would say no. And this is not just for HIV AIDS, mm-hmm. you know, illnesses only, even for other illnesses, for instance, diabetes. Just to make an example, the, mm-hmm. the cause in some instances say no. But when we look at HIV AIDS, what are the instances where they could say no? This is in instances where somebody might have waited for too long before they started treatment. And it could very well be that their CD4 count has gone too low. Mm-hmm. Or in some instances, and I've had people, those who are open, will say to me, I'm not on air this. I decide not to go on air this. It's like that. Mm-hmm. The insurance companies might still say no. Because they believe that the risk of you falling ill is much higher when you are not on treatment. Uh-huh. And they could therefore say no. So there are no guarantees. One can only assist people who are suffering from HIV AIDS to then apply. But the ultimate decision lies with the insurance company when they have done the full underwriting and they, they've assessed the risk. All righty. I suppose... And, that... and maybe on, oh, on, sure. on that, maybe before I move off that point, mm-hmm. the next point that I want to make about underwriting, for me, is not a point that affects people who are HIV positive only. It affects all of us. Okay. You know, and, and we all have to be careful whenever we take life cover to understand the underwriting of the company that we take life cover with. If you are underwritten at application stage, that is the best time to be underwritten because you are then, at that point, you fully disclose whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. And that is the safest underwriting. Other companies, they underwrite throughout the life of the policy. And as you know, most of us, as we grow older, Sometimes because of lifestyle or just age itself, mm-hmm. you might become ill. And the last thing you want is when you are seriously ill at a later stage, they underwrite. And at that point, they could increase your premiums and if you can't afford them, you could end up losing that life cover. Mm-hmm. And I have had people approaching me, you know, who are now seriously ill, and their insurance company has said to them, we want to underwrite and they want to increase the premiums and they can't afford life cover anymore. So you've got to be careful that you take life cover where you are underwritten at application stage. Because chances are 
if you ever fall ill later on in life, mm-hmm. as long as you call to pay your premiums, even if you, you complicate, let's say you're HIV positive and you start falling ill, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't matter. Your family one day when you pass on, there will be the payout. All right, and just so, just to clarify, right? For for and and I understand what you're saying, but just in case there's somebody out there who doesn't uh, quite understand, by underwritten, you're referring to the test that you need to make at application stage before they can essentially take you on as a client, correct? Yes, in fact, it's not just test bonolo. They mm-hmm. they ask you a lot of questions, right? But those questions are to try and understand the level of risk that they are taking on when they give you life cover. They are questions about your health. So they want to know if you have any chronic illnesses or any other illnesses that you're taking medication for. Right. They also want to know your lifestyle. You know, people who smoke, for instance, they're at risk of getting cancer later on. So if you smoke, they, they, you know, your premiums are going to be quite expensive because of the exposure to cancer. They, they want to know things like, do you have hypertension? Mm-hmm. They want to know the nature of your job, because as you can imagine, if your job involves a lot of travel and you're driving from one customer to another, let's say you're a sales rep, as an example, mm-hmm. you, you, you are at a higher risk, or you work for a mine and you go underground. You, you are at a higher risk than somebody perhaps who is office-based. So they ask questions about your health, your lifestyle, the nature of your job, mm-hmm. and sometimes they even ask you questions about your close family members, such as your parents. Mm. And, and all of that process is really underwriting, and it does not end with questions only. In some instances, they would even ask for for you to do blood tests mm. or show existing what they call disease management. Let's say you, you're already taking ARVs. They will then want to see what they call disease management to see how you are responding and all of that. So that is underwriting. It is trying to rate your risk from a health perspective, your financial perspective, your your lifestyle and so forth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Really, really interesting stuff. Okay, we are learning as we go along. If you are covered by an insurance company, uh, Pumelele, what can you expect from them? Um, for HIV positive people and people with other illnesses, usually they will do what is called loading of your premium. That simply means that you don't pay what you will have paid if you are not HIV positive. Right. So your 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 monthly contribution or payment towards your life cover is a little bit more expensive. And no one can say how much more expensive because as I mentioned earlier, each case is treated in its own individual right. Mm-hmm. Depending on your C D four count and on your how 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 long you've been on ART for? Right. So that is what loading is when your your premiums monthly premiums are increased slightly, and in some instances they could also do what is called 
exclusion. This is where they say, we're happy to give you a death amount, for instance, or we're happy to cover you for cancer and other illnesses, but we will not cover you for any illness that will arise as a, directly as a result of HIV. Hmm. So you are covered, but certain illnesses are not covered. This is called an exclusion. So that is likely to happen. But for me, at least, if I'm looking at someone who's HIV positive, mm-hmm. the most important thing is we are all going to die one day. And if you have a family, and if you if you if you have a home loan, a car loan, and other debts, then at least you are no longer prejudiced just because you're HIV positive. Your chances of getting life cover that is affordable because you as an individual mm-hmm. are higher and you can now conduct your financial life like any other person and be able to ensure that one day when you pass on your home loan is paid up any other debt that you have are paid up mm-hmm. and if you have children that are still at school they will be provisioned they'll be able to continue with their studies because you are able to take Last cover that is sufficient. You are not limited just because of your HIV status. All righty. I think that we've covered most of it. Is there anything additional that you'd like to add to this that people need to be aware of? And and just out of interest, do you also get insurance? Do you get insurance companies that don't have any of these conditions and they're just happy to to cover one? Is it something that people would need to get in touch with you for? Um. No, like I said earlier, each insurance company treats it differently. Mm. So for me, I think what, what I often find is when people have an illness, mm-hmm. whether it's HIV or some other illness, people appreciate if their illness can be treated with confidentiality. Yeah. That is one. And two, out of my experience, and that's why I thought, let me just write and talk about this. People often come to us because they just feel that they are paying too much and they are wondering if they should really be paying this much. I mean, I, I, I don't want to make mention any names, but when you find somebody paying thousands of friends and in the end they will only have 100000 as a payout, just because they're HIV positive. Sure. So, and, and it's because we, we've had more and more people coming to us mm. who are in that position, you know, and they say, can you help out? And I always say it doesn't take anything from us to mm. just do an application for you and let's see. And we often find that when they are approved and the amount is much more affordable, we are very happy. And that's why I thought, let's not wait for people to come and approach us one by one. Let us just share information because, unfortunately, there is still some level of stigma. Mm -hmm. And people, they're not wanting to ask questions and keeping quiet and suffering quietly because they don't know where to go. Hence, I thought, let's just speak about it and share 
the progress that has been made and hopefully then people can come to us mm. early enough because if you only approach an insurance company or FSPs like ourselves when it's too late, when you are too ill, then you know at that point it's too late. No one can help you. Mm. Sure. No, I hear you. Thank you so much, Ms. Pumalele. I'll share your contact details for those who may be interested shortly. But yes, we really, really do appreciate it. Uh, may the good Lord continue to bless you until we chat again real soon. Thank you so much, Bernardo. Keep well. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, ne? All righty. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with Tutuka SA, uh, contact number, also WhatsApp number, 064-513-1021. You can uh, drop them an email on info at tutuka, that's T-H-U-T-H-U-K-A-S-A.co.za or visit the website www.tutuka-sa, uh, tutuka-sa, I beg your pardon, .co.za. They're also quite active on Facebook as well. Um, and they send out these uh, weekly email um, a correspondence that really shares on different financial aspects. So you can get in touch with them if you want to receive those. Really, really um, helpful.